Hey, what is up, everyone? This is Journey to the Eats podcast, the food podcast where me and my guests talk about food, our love for food, and everything in the name of food. This is your host, Sid, and welcome to the show. For today's episode, we have Isabella, where we talk about her being a terrible vegetarian, the vegan police, lumpia, and so much more. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. You had lunch already. So, what was yeah. your last? What was your lunch? Uh, it was very simple: fresh lumpia <laughs> and rice. That's it. Fresh lump, no, fresh lumpia is lumpia ubud. Yes. And that is with, Juan. Shoot, I forgot. Like bamboo shoots. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And um. I honestly don't know exactly what the <laughs> ingredients are. As long as I can eat it, then I'll eat it. <laughs> Weirdly enough, I haven't encountered a lot of people who eat fresh lumpia in Cebu. Is it, is it a Cebuano thing? I, I don't know. It's just... Huh. I think it what? depends on the person. I eat a lot of lumpia. I'm not a. I'm a very lumpia fanatic. <laughs> like after cutting meat, it's only with either fried vegetable lumpia or fresh lumpia. That's it. Or lumpia was just like, I don't know what those are called in English. Tauge. Tauge. Um, bean sprouts. Bean sprouts. <laughs> I think yeah. Bean sprouts. Yeah. All right. So your last meal for this before this podcast was lumpia with rice. For people yes. who don't know who I'm talking to, her name is Isabella Villarojo. Hello. And um, you know, we'll get into the the details of your introduction later. It would be, be best if you introduce yourself. But technically, Isa is the very first guest under the new name Journey to the eats and um in my introduction you know before i start with this podcast you i'll explain why i changed this name so pay attention to that but isa who are you what do you do and why are you vegetarian okay um first like okay so you already introduced my name um i go by isa um who am I in terms of my relationship with food? It could be who um, are you in general first. Like oh, who, who I am. In general. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty, like I live a pretty simple life now. Like I work in the morning and then I do like errands and stuff. Like I don't have a very, um, I don't have, uh, I don't know what you call it, like <laughs> titles <very> or capital <laughs> letters in what I do. Quite simple. It's been simple for a long time. And I think, well, yeah, it's a perfect segue to talking about why I'm a vegetarian. Because I think when I switched, my whole life simplified with it. But oh. you can like discuss that later. I think like after cutting out a lot of meat, that everything else just sort of like... Um, simplified place. on its own yeah sort of so i think yeah i think i think i am vegetarian because i wanted to um simplify the way i eat 
and then I wanted to I just I just wanted to be honest with myself about what makes me feel good after eating or what makes me feel level that makes sense <laughs> and then and eventually I just cut meat and then that's just that's it I'm a oh. terrible vegetarian that's the that's the answer to your question <laughs> okay. I'm a vegetarian but I'm a terrible one but at least I get to say I'm actually vegetarian even though there's an adjective before it <laughs> But That's yeah. fine. Oh man, wait. There's a lot of things to break down. You did say simple three times. Yeah. And it made <laughs> me think because I wouldn't I I've known Isa for I've known Isa and I don't know Isa. I know Isa because she was one of my students when I was still doing my practicum days. Mm. I don't know if you don't yeah. know that. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> I remember that. I do remember oh, that. I it's yeah. and I wouldn't necessarily and why I took note of simple because I remember when I was yeah when I was doing my practicum days, um, being a teacher and all and during my previous life, <laughs> she was always not in the classroom. <laughs> yeah. And what does that mean? It means like. <laughs> It means that whenever I go there, she would always be called out to do something. So she's barely in the classroom. So it means she lived, I guess. It is like a, a an assumption that she was busy. Yeah. You know, she had she was doing a lot of things, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Now and then another thing, another aspect, not just being one of my students, quote unquote, but also she was, you know, one of the um, one of the bigger names in uh, in school in terms of debate, and she, yeah. you know, participated in that arena for an extensive amount of their academic years. I mm-hmm. assume it's like majority of your high school and college years. Yeah, yeah. Um, five years. Five yeah, years. So f- five. Yeah, five or six. That's a big chunk, you know, mm-hmm. and with that comes with a lot of different things you know sometimes I don't see debaters to be just debaters like they all there's always something else that they're doing (laughs) you know they could be debaters slash um boy scouts debaters slash most likely they're part of a student organization yes (laughs) and debaters slash maybe varsity player (laughs) but something like that there's always something not just you know not just debate people but because it's it's part i guess in the training that to be involved in society involved in making changes and that's all and you know that's definitely good it's definitely good but it could be complicated it could be taxing it could Mm. be challenging and that's fine you know that's fine but then you know that's the arena that I know Isa with and then Mm. just you talking to you after all these years simple wasn't something that I would necessarily associate you with (laughs) I wouldn't really think you know so I and that's curious that's that's something that I'm really really curious with and how you kind of associate the simple living with being a vegetarian but we're gonna go to that topic next but do you remember the first encounter with vegetarianism or being vegan or yeah, vegetarian not 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 
do not uh, not with the ones that you're starting to try vegetarianism or veganism mm-hmm. but your first encounter because i remember my first encounter with the word or the idea do you remember yours um i don't think there was a specific moment when i was like okay um so this is what vegetarianism is like it was an academic thing for me um i had a friend in uh in in duma um dumagate Uh, they own the vegetarian restaurant. They still, it's still running. And I used to eat there all the time. But it wasn't like, um, the food was good, but I didn't really think about it as like, okay, this is a diet or a lifestyle or whatever. I just ate. And then, um, I think a few months later, uh, I think I had, the, I had the piece of pork and kind of just had like a random epiphany. <laughs> that this this is like this isn't good that's just it <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't like i didn't look it up or i didn't research about it i just sort of had the feeling that this wasn't right and then i kind of just like didn't eat it anymore right morally or right for your body right for me it just it didn't feel right for mm-hmm. my body like i didn't investigate what it was like if it was a moral thing or you didn't know like why it was wrong it was it just yeah, felt wrong it just felt wrong it's like a like a shoe that doesn't fit or something like that oh. Oh. that's it oh, yeah okay I, i i i asked this question because i remember my first encounter with veganism the whole thing mm-hmm. it's um have you watched um scott pilgrim versus the world do you know that i've seen the First 30 minutes of it, I didn't, oh, I didn't okay. watch the whole thing. So I watched Scott Pilgrim when I was uh, 15? 15? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2009. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so 15. And um, I, I'm not going to just tell the whole story. But there, basically, um, Scott has to fight the seven e- evil exes. Yeah, yeah. One of the ex-boyfriends of, of the girl, I forgot the name. Um, He was vegan, and mm-hmm. the way that they <laughs> made this thing is he had superpowers. He had superpowers because he was vegan, mm-hmm. and he looked so ripped and so buff, and he could shoot laser from his eyes, and you know, like basically do crazy things because he was vegan, <laughs> and, yeah. and then suddenly. Um, the vegan police came and mm. you, you will see that if you watch it, that movie you will see the scene that the vegan police came and he had three strikes of violating vegan rules mm. and because he violated the vegan rules he was stripped of his vegan powers <laughs> yeah <laughs> incredibly stupid because i remember he drank i don't know like he had uh certain Jello, na serve sa hospital basa kana ngon Jello. Jello is yeah, not yeah. vegan, I think. Yeah. So it's like Jello's not vegan, <laughs> and then he couldn't. And then Scott cannot couldn't defeat um the you know the boyfriend because he was so strong. So yeah. he said, "Oh, I concede. You know, I um I can't do anything. So I'll share you a cup of coffee. So you got a cup of coffee. He put I half and half, and one yeah. was like soy. He's like oh, I know you're tricking me. That's half and half. Give me the other one. And he drank. Mm. 
So like, oh, you know, that's half and half, bitch. <laughs> and then he was stripped yeah. off his vegan vegan powers. But that kind of stuck with me because like I do I couldn't understand why does he have what is vegan? I couldn't understand what it was. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, he doesn't eat meat. But after that one, I didn't kind of understand. I, I didn't really go back to that thought. And then mm-hmm. now because the movement is really out there now, so mainstream. I, Yeah. You go back to the thought at like, hmm, okay. Like, why was this metaphor of vegan people strong or like very yeah. like, powerful or anything? And then, well, I did, I did, it didn't convince me to. I didn't feel bad about mm-hmm. after. Well, that, that was just my my encounter with it, and um, um, that kind of also had. would make this ridiculous sometimes idea of what, who vegans are maybe mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah. when you saw this person i mean this friend of yours you, you've encountered mm-hmm. your friend who's vegan or vegetarian they had a restaurant that was vegetarian oh so, <laughs> so she's she's vegetarian um what was your idea of vegetarians as a people or as you know or vegans in general um honestly probably the same as how it was depicted thought will your versus the world um it feels like at first the, the impression you get with vegans is that it's a very it's not just like a diet like they have a lifestyle um like a set of principles to follow and everything that at an extent it sometimes feels like you're observing a religion or something like that But um, I was vegan for a while. Um, I was vegan from January 2020 until like for six months, um, the first half of last year. But I never felt like there was a vegan police watching me because I didn't let myself be watched by a vegan police. <laughs> I, but I understand the depiction, like with mm. um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world, because like if you're if you start to eat a certain way, like if you start to eat like vegan, you cut mm. out so much from your from your diet. It 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 does like naturally make you feel stronger. Like it's just like the body just naturally. Um, feels better after like after you load a lot of good stuff <laughs> into it like a lot of healthy vitamins and minerals it just happens and then and then you kind of feel like because you were able to establish that level of discipline that also mentally makes you feel stronger um but then the problem is the reason why there's a vegan police is because i'm not like this disclaimer this is it like i'm not against the vegan police i'm just trying to explain <laughs> what i observe or like what how, why i think there is a vegan police like an arbitrary group of people watching the way other vegans eat um i think it's because uh like i said like veganism is also like activism um it's also environmental activism um animal rights activism it's a uh, it's it's like a basically like a way of life it's a point of view like it's an opinion like you're a, every the choices you make are that like that's your opinion about things um so people are trying to sort of like call each other out but sometimes it it gets it feels um it 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 
seems to be unsupportive, probably because of the way veganism is introduced to some people. Like um, uh, when a lot of people transition to veganism because of the shock factor of like watching, you know, documentaries of like animals being slaughtered or like um, corporations abusing this and that to um, exploit laborers and animals and everything like that. Um, so because people get shocked and like hurt and um, angry from like the new information that they see, uh, they not only do they cut out animal products from their life, they also sort of they it it, it looks like as if they um, bring that energy to other people, take it on, <laughs> take it out on other people, which isn't like which isn't. Um, which is completely understandable because, I mean, the problem is real. Yeah. So the the, yeah. the, the, the truth, like, may, probably the way it's depicted could be shocking, but it, like, it literally is shocking, like, if you're actually there. So, you like, you can't blame people for reacting the way they react. So I think that's why, that's why the term police has been developed because it's more like people check each other, check each other's discipline more than supporting each other and going like, it's okay to make mistakes, just get back on track, stuff like that. But um, other vegans, like me, when I transitioned to being vegan um, last year, I, I wasn't like, I, I didn't watch any documentary, I didn't read, <laughs> I didn't research on the animal rights, everything, like environmental movement, although I knew it existed. But like, I refused to watch anything. My, um, my, the only documentary I watched was Game Changers. And the, the narrative, the perspective was um, the inverse. It's more like, it's not about what you're cutting out from your life. It's what you're gaining because of, like, because of going on a plant-based diet. So I felt like that was my big introduction to like, I, I was vegetarian for a few months and then I became vegan. And then like, that's how I successfully transitioned. Well, not successfully because I quit after a few months. But um, that's that's how I sort of like took that, like successfully crossed that bridge from vegetarian to vegan. Like, okay, so I don't feel like I'm depriving myself of anything. I don't feel like I'm uh, uh, atoning for a lifetime of eating mm -hmm. meat. I just feel like I'm doing more for my body and for my for my mind and for everything mm -hmm. so that was a healthier transition for me um you found your purpose on why you're doing this like is, is that like yeah kinda, yeah yeah so yeah and then like the results are like not really a super instantaneous but like sort of you do it every day and then you realize wow, my life is better. <laughs> it's not like an overnight change. You kind of just like, you get used to not eating meat every day and then all of a sudden, okay, wow, this is extremely better than it was six weeks ago, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, wait, there, there's a lot of things to unpack. Yeah. <laughs> but Sorry, um, I it's okay. Like <laughs> it's okay. Because, and... I get what you're, I get, I get, I totally get what you're coming from, even though I'm not vegan or vegetarian, but I, I kind of explained why, but 
I understand how food could definitely affect your life. Yeah, you know, you when we say, you know, it made my life simple, it made my life, it changed my perspective, you know, but then when we think about it, you know, people would say, oh, food is just, just it's just like an hour of your day like you eat like 10 minutes of breakfast maybe a snack or like a dinner Uh and that's just an activity that people do in a normal basis sure mindlessly like yeah like sure like okay okay you eat vegetarian like you're, you're vegan but that's just eating like that's not your hobby that's not your work that's not your life but you saying that change, doing this transition actually changed your whole perspective of life. I get that, you know, mm-hmm. and people need to understand how food can, it's not just an activity. I mean, not, not just for me, it's not just for sustenance, but it definitely can shape the way we think, the way we feel, the way we approach other people. How, do, yeah. do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what you're trying to say. <laughs> it was only it was only when I became vegan or or became vegetarian actually that I really started to think about what food meant in my life. Like I, before, I would just eat mindlessly and just like as long as I'm nourished, I'm not hungry. I don't feel uncomfortable. I can get through my day and then I'll do it again the next day. But um, when I cut out meat from my diet, it's sort of like made me step back and think about um, what food brings to my life. And it's not just nourishment. It's like, it's it's the center of your relationships with people, like almost literally, because it's on the table when, <laughs> yeah. when you interact with other people. Um, or it's, uh, it's, it, it, it's something that, affects the rest of your day like um uh how you feel after eating directly affects your mood for the next thing that you have to do and then that affects the way like your productivity and everything like that like it's a whole chain of yeah yeah and so like that's when i that's when i like realized now um i don't have to eat the way i don't want to eat to enjoy my time with other people or like I don't have to eat the way I used to eat to um, live the same life that I used to like that's when I that's when I sort of like properly thought about um, what's on my table what's on my plate and it didn't matter before it only mattered ironically the irony is what I what I eat finally mattered to me when I ate less of <laughs> like when i cut out my choices that's when i started to think about food so <laughs> um uh, that's yeah. definitely true because if you cut out one thing then you could venture out and yeah. kind of maximize what you can what you, and, yeah what you can eat yeah and you know it's it's not necessary it's it's something that you're that you would see that it's not necessary for you to eat so you don't need to mind it anymore I mean, you don't need to think about the things you can't eat, but think about the things that you can. You can eat, yeah. yeah that's your focus now. So you you don't need to think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wait, well, what was I trying to say? Um, you have a yeah. Um, we only had very, uh, not not a lot of of encounters in real life, but your 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 vibe is different. Like now, 
yeah your vibe is different that's great <laughs> I like just seeing you or just the way you talk. I mean, mm-hmm. this, um, yeah, it's different. I can't explain it, but it's different. I'm yeah. a lot older now, so that's why. <laughs> but still, yeah, you know, yeah um, people get older, but they, they, their vibes still maybe <laughs> not not necessarily a good or bad thing. But Aww. yours, yours is definitely different. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm wanna... glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, Amy. And we're not really talking about really, we're talking about very deep concepts or metaphysical stuff, but let's go to, let's go back to earth okay. a little bit. Okay, go, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, um, Paolo, one of the people that I talked to um, in the other episodes, um, he just grabbed a magazine and he saw, you know, like other people um, um, went, with their encounters with the veganism and he saw what was going on in the, in the documentaries and all that. And he said, Oh, you know what, mom and dad, I'll be vegan now. And he stuck mm-hmm. with it for like, I don't know, like I forgot what he said, but probably a year or six months, something like that. Yeah. And now he's, you know, he's veget. No, he's pescatarian right now. And mm-hmm. he's been pescatarian for years, I believe. Yes. been years. Yeah. How do we, how do you kind of, you talked about guilt earlier and why is it that um why is there guilt when we change oh i'm from ve- i'm vegan before and i'll be pescatarian now or i'm vegetarian i did have a shift of change and for people who don't kind of understand the difference with it and mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna test my vegan knowledge um mm-hmm. vegan is not consuming or getting anything from sentient beings whether it's food yeah. or products um, shampoo whatever it is Mm. clothes should be vegan Mm. your makeup your anything anything that you consume should be vegan that's Mm. basically veganism is that am i right (laughs) i mean yeah yes but there's a little bit of like there's a little bit more nuance there um some people are vegan some people eat vegan oh okay yeah. <laughs> so vegan life, vegan like, yeah. you know. And vegan activists like okay. cut out all animal products from okay. anything. All right. Yeah. And then next is a vegetarian is they don't consume meat. It's basically the same, but mm-hmm. they consume dairy products, correct? Yes. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So my vegan knowledge is on point. <laughs> vegan yeah. points for me. <laughs> um, Brownie points. Yeah. And um pescatarian is seafood like yes seafood dairy you and can have seafood in your diet yes so again let's going back to guilt did you have guilt when transition yes, yes. okay oh. a lot what guilt. what what was the guilt like um it was more of i think the guilt is different for everyone and it mm, depends sure. on your intention for transitioning um for me it was a lot of guilt for a while and then and then none. Um, for me, it was just more of like, uh, I kind of just wanted to focus on myself. Like, that's one of the reasons why um, I didn't, like, watch any documentary or join any organization, a vegan organization or something like that. I'm part of a Facebook group, but it's only because I want to order tofu and stuff like that. <laughs> but um, I, I really wasn't, like, I, I didn't involve myself in any of the, um, in any work, you know, but uh, it's, 
I risk I risk I have a, a lot of respect and praise for people who do that like that's that's such important work to be done but personally I felt like that's not something I could commit to because mm-hmm. like I wanted what I like the things that I eat I wanted my diet to be so extremely personal to me um I only wanted to do what felt right for me like for my body like I did not intellectualize anything at all like I, I I if I would research it's only because I want to know how something is made or something like that but um I I I, I did not I, I didn't use this I didn't sorry mm-hmm. it's a podcast so they can't see <laughs> um <laughs> I didn't use my head I didn't use my head to think about the choices that I made uh I just really like I would eat and then I would observe what I feel but like I would observe what I feel physically and emotionally and mentally and if I feel good about it I'll continue making that choice. If I don't feel good about it, I'm like, I'm just gonna cut. Like, I'm, I was, it was easy for me to cut something out if I didn't feel good about it. So, um, so when, when, like, in January, when I felt like, when I felt like, um, it was time for me to cut out meat, animal products completely, then I did it, and it felt good for a long time, and then eventually, like in June, um, June, July, something like that. Uh, I didn't. I started feeling less healthy. Like I, I didn't feel so balanced. Like I didn't feel so physically strong. Like I was like a lot thinner, but um, but still, I just didn't feel uh as strong as I thought I would feel. So um, I started to incorporate a bit of egg and a bit of cheese, just to feel like there's some balance in what mm-hmm. I ate. And then so the guilt came from. Uh, it was it was it was sort of like um, running the whole thing for this long and then stopping. So it was more of a personal thing. Like oh, like you, I already uh, started. Yeah, yeah, I already started, and I've been I've been on it for a while now. It should be a habit by now, but um, I I still uh I still eventually stopped, and like so you look back at the road behind you. And then you think, I'm gonna leave all this behind. <laughs> this is what the guilt was coming from. It was like a, it was a, it was a personal journey for me. And I know a lot of vegans, um, source their guilt elsewhere, like yeah, from other people who look up to them as vegans or who are, um, who like they have accountability partners in their community or something like that, or um, they've made commitments about being vegan, like um. They, they, you know, they've made their opinion about it, and then all of a sudden, they feel like it's not right for them, and it's harder for them to um, go back to not being vegan or like to transition away from it because they've already made opinions and commitments about it, which is I know is extremely difficult as well. So that's the reason why I did like lock myself into that because I I didn't want other people to be involved in what I ate. Is that I'm not involved in what other people eat. So, the, the the guilt, like imagining that, like that guilt yeah. would be really, really, really like t- times ten, you know, with difficulty. Yeah. If you have the, you know, people really looking painful. up to you, yeah. you were kind of like a, um, mm. like this role model of vegan life, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I get I get it. Yeah. So, but yours is different. Yours was Mine more on a, like, yeah. your journey. You know, and uh, I I would talk about 
I would talk about being vegan a lot. And then, like, with my office mates before, like, when I when I was still working at an office. Um, yeah, I would talk about it with them a lot. And, what uh, like, I would talk about what I felt. But it was never, like, um, you should do this because it's good for you or whatever. I would just, it was mostly because they would ask about what I ate or they would accommodate what I what I could eat when we're eating out. It's, it's, it's more, it was just like, people can observe my journey. I allowed people to observe and I allowed people mm. to even make comments about it. So just whatever. <laughs> They'd fine. be curious about it. You know? yeah. And that's Some people are fine. curious about it. Some people mm. are a little bit judgmental about it, but <laughs> it's okay. As long as I kept them at a distance and mm-hmm. everyone else can just observe. For sure. Uh, so that anytime I feel like this isn't right for me anymore, I could just make whatever choice felt good. How did you overcome this guilt? Um, it just went away, or did you have to do something? Um, so because it was like a, it was a sort of a personal journey, and I also felt like no one was quote unquote looking Policing. because this was like yeah because this was like in the middle of the pandemic and um I wasn't really with people so no one could really see quote unquote what I was doing. Um and I didn't really talk about it much on social media. I laid very low and um uh I didn't really I would talk about it with my friends but it was more just like just because they were curious or because like um it comes up. But most mostly it's just like it was just me and my body going through the whole thing so eventually like when i started eating incorporating things i didn't use to incorporate my diet like egg and dairy and um even like a little bit of fish eventually and seafood like now i still have fish and seafood um so it was a slow transition to incorporating fish and seafood again um it was just like uh, it, it was just a matter of time. Like, my body just sort of readjusted to reintroducing uh, food that I used to eat. So, it wasn't really, um, I didn't really have to actively do anything. Just sort of, like, let my body do its thing. And then, mm-hmm. okay, so if this feels right, if you feel healthy doing this, then we'll do it again tomorrow. And then eventually, and then, the guilt just kind of... Yeah, just kind of... Kind of bounced way. out yeah <laughs> that's good oh wow all right um now let's go to a little bit more practical side uh yeah. I, my name is um pedro and i wanted to maybe incorporate a little not not being vegetarian but imagine me typical filipino i eat eggs and tapsilog and rice you know and then i eat then adobo for lunch and then sinigang or pork chop later so very like my life would be 80 (laughs) percent meat and rice and maybe my where i get my vegetables from is from (laughs) filipino foods that have um vegetables incorporated with the meat like that's the only mm-hmm. way that i would yeah. have it like i wouldn't have it as a dish it's just sinigang has some sort of vegetables so that's why i'll eat vegetables yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> so what are the easy maybe mm-hmm. I, I have my own take with 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 um 
with vegetable but let's just you know what are the what are the easy foods for filipinos that are you know for that they would want to try more vegetables of like mm, okay that's okay, obviously um, accessible you know it's ready to first of all like meat dishes with vegetables that's a great way to start <laughs> like because because eventually yeah because a lot of um a lot of vegetarians um cheat meat dishes into their diet by cooking the dish without the meat but it's the same it's the same sauce and everything so it's it the experience is the same so that's a great way to start like having meat dishes that have vegetables vegetables especially sinigang so good oh i love sinigang um, oh <laughs> the best. Um, the well, another great way to try is to just balance your plate. Basically, it's a very basic thing. Something we all learned in, in kindergarten. In oh my school, god! Yes, <laughs> actually, it's, it's just, that's really easy. Um, just like a, a healthy helping of meat, as yeah, and then um, as much greens with it, and then rice. That's a great way to just like as long as you're not um, uh, cutting out the vegetables, you're sort of like bringing it into j- letting it join the party. That's healthy. That's great. Um, <laughs> for millennials that would ask me, like, is how do you? What's a great way to try? I would say do it. Um, once a week, like this whole meatless Monday thing, it's really working for a lot of people. Do a meatless day or a meatless meal once in a day, and that's just it. Like, um, if you're not willing to transition, don't transition. <laughs> no, that's what I always say. That's what I tell people. Like, if you really like meat, don't be vegetarian <laughs> like if you love it then just don't be vegetarian just like have a little bit of vegetable just incorporate vegetables into your into your diet but you don't have to cut it out if that's not what's working for you because for me i didn't have to i didn't have to forget how much i liked meat because i just didn't anymore at a certain point oh. like like you're because, done with it yeah because I, I i tried to transition i attempted to transition a a few times, probably thrice. Um, once in 2018, and then once in the following year, and then finally the third try. That's when it was the third time's the charm. <laughs> so yeah, and then and then what would happen is um, I would I would be vegetarian for a while, and then I would crave meat or like I would want fast food, and then I would go back, and then okay, so back to eating meat. <laughs> Then eventually, I would ha- I would get that feeling again of like, um, okay, you know what, this isn't right for me. Like, it it doesn't. I don't think about it. It just happens to my body, or just happens to my mind. Like, you know what, this isn't right. I'm eating, and I'm just be like, this isn't right. So I would be vegetarian again for a while, and then same cycle, get trapped into the meat eating thing, and then eventually the third time, I was just I was just like okay this is it <laughs> like i didn't have to think about how much i like meat or how much i uh how much i like basically how much i'm depriving of how, how much i'm depriving myself of if i quit meat 
because I just didn't really want it anymore. Period. So I cut it out. I didn't. I didn't even really think about like, okay, this should be my diet. This should be the amount of nutrients I get from <laughs> this vegetable and that. It should be this much dark greens and this much light greens, whatever. I didn't think about that. All I wanted was to just cut out meat for my diet. Period. That's just all I wanted, and that's still what I do now. Um, uh, even if people eat meat in front of me with me on the table, um, I I'm that I'm fine with that. I can smell meat and appreciate the I appreciate the way a meat dish is cooked, but I don't have to have it because I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> even if people even people like tease me about it, they sort of bring something like a little piece of pork to my nose. I don't, <laughs> I don't react because I don't want it. And um, so they, finally, they're tempting you. <laughs> yeah, they, they try to tempt me with something that I don't want anymore. So like that's why um that's why I can like hang out with people with meat eaters, with my friends and family with no problem. They can accommodate me, I'll accommodate them. And like it 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 gets to the point where like like it's Christmas and like all hands on deck. I'll cook a meat dish. I'll wash the meat. Like I'm not. I'm. I, I'm fine with being involved in the meat eater's life. I just don't <laughs> have to put it in my mouth. So um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> basically, that's it. Like if you don't, if you don't want to quit it, don't quit it. Just balance um, it. Yeah, and then just. Just remember your go grow and glow. <laughs> yeah, it's so simple, and we we overlook it a lot. Like we think it's for kids. We think it's a nutrition uh, month thing, July, uh, whatever. But it's, <laughs> it's it's what you'll bring with uh, you. What you need to bring with you in adulthood. So, yeah. I I um said for me um, I didn't have this kind of this aversion of vegetables like some kids like uh like broccoli uh (laughs) well um i'm a person who eats anything who's what's in front i'm not really picky i would have my dislikes you know um Mm -hmm. like i don't like um uh shoot i forget that that fermented shrimp paste (laughs) no i like bagong there's a different version when you shoot uh, that that looks kind of gray ginamos <laughs> ah yeah 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 that's, yeah ginamos <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah not a fan but you know i i was a person who would eat anything what's in front so if you know well that it go i'm not a, a picky eater i would eat anything but for vegetables if you're a, if you're a person who doesn't not doesn't eat a lot of vegetables a whole like a really like adobong kangkong. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and super easy to eat, and um, I cook that a lot for my wife. Uh, she mm. not a big fan of of vegetables, said, but she she likes adobong kangkong a lot, <laughs> and yes. um, really good. A lot of tofu. A lot of tofu. A lot of tofu. I love um, tofu. I love tofu. We always yes. cook tofu here. Um, you know, deep fried um in stews, whatever it is, we'll eat we'll mm-hmm. eat it. Really, really good. Um, there's a lot of quote unquote the bad junk food as well. Oreos. Yeah. So um yeah, that's 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 that's
it's just food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and maybe my my takeaway with what you were saying was I think feeling good and knowing what's good for you or not and you trying this journey. I, I know sometimes like after you've done this journey for six months and then you tried it again, it just doesn't taste the same. Mm. And I could relate to that because I tried it too. I tried being vegetarian for a month because mm. I just wanted to. <laughs> know what it's like yeah Yeah, I want to know what it's like and it was very hard because the options were very limited I was still working Mm. you know Um, sometimes I would go to the cafeteria and I would see oh it's all Mm. yeah (laughs) to the point that I really wanted to try um, being vegetarian I would order just the sabaw like, yeah, <laughs> like, I still do that now. Give me the sabaw of that yeah. menudo. I know it has pork flavors, but at least... <laughs> but, you, like, but you get the potato and the carrots. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that's it. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it's, well, I don't have a choice. I'll just have the vegetables in your, in your menudo. Yeah. And yeah, I felt really light and springy and I felt vibrant. Springy is a good word to describe yeah. what you would feel. Yeah, after just one month, and um, uh, it was okay. It was it was definitely okay, and uh, I definitely recommend it for people who who want to make a change like that. Yeah. But yeah, you just have to listen to your body. And one, I don't know. I just stumbled upon this term, intuitive eating. It just mm. popped up in my ads. <laughs> mindful so, mindful eating yes and eat. yeah and um i think i've been doing that uncon like subconsciously long i just didn't know the term i've always been advocating a lot of self-awareness within yeah. er, like within every aspect of my life at least if i know i'm doing something bad at least i know that i'm gonna pay for the consequences later on mm-hmm. or do yeah. something good i know this will happen or that happen being just self-aware can also be with food and i think i think that's intuitive eating maybe i don't know (laughs) i don't know the power of ads i just thought (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. um and that's important and that's a key takeaway i guess with your story as well you know what feels good for you what works for you and you know personal journeys yeah and sometimes there's and sometimes there's going to be traction. There's going to be a little bit of growing pains. And that's yeah. part of it. You know, it's not just also feeling good. At the end, that's it. You know? We're not the yeah. feel-good machine. Sometimes improvement has... the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, you know, that's why it's called growing pains. You know, there's going to be a lot of hardships. I'll th- thank you so much, Isa, for um, indulging and for, you know, for being in this podcast um i will want to ask this last question before we end okay. and it's going to be like a new segment for me um okay. i want you to recommend one dish and why for people vegan non-vegan whatever it is you just recommend it could be the best one anything that on top of your head yeah. okay can i okay so the, the first hey, the, where you get it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Vegetable lumpia, veggie spring roll is the best ever. 
Like that's my absolute favorite. Like I could I could be on a deserted island and only have vegetable spring roll and live for 50 years. Like <laughs> I would survive on that alone. Um yeah, vegetable olympia is great for everyone, vegetarians and um non-vegetarians because it's just because it's lumpia. That's and it's it. so good. Oh my Yeah. <laughs> Here here's the thing. Lumpia with meat or the Lumpiang Shanghai and Lumpiang Toge. Lumpiang Toge will always win ninety-nine of the day. I don't I, I've tried both, but I don't know. It's Lumpiang just Toge it, is the best. It's and the best. It's so simple and so light, so you can have a lot. <laughs> and like it's an experience. Like you can just eat it mindlessly and like not feel so full. Just enjoy the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know if it's there in Cebu, but I remember in in uh, when I lived in Manila, I would always be in the computer shops, and there's always this lumpia person who would bring tons of lumpia. It's like three pesos for one lumpia, and it's lumpia yeah. toge, and with suka, and I would yeah, have like oh, ten of yeah, that. Suka, oh my like god! All the garlic and all the, <laughs> yes. all the everything that because it's, it's 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 so simple as well. Like um, like when you when you eat at like a punko punko. And yes. like it's such a local, <laughs> intimate, simple, uncomplicated experience. And it's just it's just a good meal. It makes you feel good about like being chill. Mm. It's not complicated, it's not fancy. Yes. It's that's the thing. It's but like people it's think a lot of vegan food. Yes. People <laughs> think a lot of vegan food have to be like fancy and like uh presentable, Instagramable, but like honestly, it's just lumpiang taugi and puso is vegan as hell is vegetarian as hell and it's so uh, it's a great meal and you eat you it's it, it's it's not hurting you and you have a good experience with it that's it all right isa's recommendation <laughs> is lumpia lumpia yes. toge <laughs> with puso and preferably with suka with definitely. yes and like it's the suka that's the secret mm-hmm. All right, thank you so much, Issa. Thanks thank so you. much, Sid. Thank you yeah. so much for having me. This is really fun. I love talking yes. about this. Yes, oh, I love that. And.